Welcome to Freelance Sucks. Here we discuss the dark side of freelancing about which nobody usually talks out loud. In this show, we speak with experienced freelancers, and I'm sure listening to their stories helps you prepare for freelancers' challenges. My name is Yuri. I'm a community builder at Code Control and 9am.works. And my guest is Vanessa Henry Epstein, a business and legal communication effectiveness freelancer coach with more than 20 years of experience in business education. So welcome, Vanessa. Thank you, Yuri. It's so much for having me. Super happy to talk to you. And I'm super curious about your own freelancing challenges. So let's start with this first question. For you, what is the most challenging part of being a freelancer? Okay, so I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, I've actually got quite a few things, but you know, I'm going to start with um, the most chat, let's say, stress no it's not stressful it's i feel it can create stress i'll tell you when you need to ask the client to pay Mm. (laughs) and how to say no to clients Mm -hmm. because that is something related to the niche like you're starting to narrow yourself and you want specific clients and you want to work with clients that you feel that you have a good relationship with. And you can't always say yes to everyone, but you want to be open. So I think we as freelancers uh, play the role of a recruiter, okay? Mm-hmm. E- just think of at, at any company. Why? Because we're, we're all about looking at how can we make our lives easier through technology and with people. How can we actually work together so it's not complicated? And so um, by gathering your clients, your community and outsourcing to scale up your business, I think that's great. But a crucial question I always ask myself is what kind of people do I want to work with? Mm-hmm. And here are, through my experience, I really think to build a really meaningful relationship there needs to be willingness because if the other side is not willing okay great i know i can be very persuasive maybe you're also great at pitching at selling yeah the idea but then you need to work with the person now if they weren't willing in the first place and this is what you picked up and think about it the emotions are so important when you deal with any challenge any difficulty Okay, Mm -hmm. so if you see that you have similar language, meaning that you've identified your goals and expectations together, and you both understand at the beginning what your language is together, then that shows some willingness. Okay, but if you start to feel that there's some conflict or some friction, even though you do need work, Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying close the door. But I'm saying, how can we cooperate together? What is it that we can do together? And I mentioned, I know I, I, I talk all the time about strategies, scripts, and I'm going to go back to um, one sentence I mentioned beforehand. It seems like you have different goals and expectations with what I'm offering. So what is it that you feel that you need at the moment? Also, here's another, let's think about this as well. Um, I know, for example, um, you may feel 
even though you're looking for clients and it's very challenging and you need to say no, there's times that you may feel not motivated, not inspired, distracted, or even success is fading. And when you're on your own as a freelancer, it can feel quite, you can feel quite isolated. So I really want to give you this question. What do we do? Oh, it's not what. Let me correct that. Why do we do what we do? I come with Simon Sinek. You know, I really, I don't know if you've heard of him, Yuri. Have you heard of Simon Sinek? He's a yeah, great motivation yeah. speaker. He was originally a lawyer and, um, and then moved into marketing. And he asks about why. I think this is such a crucial question because are we doing it just because of the money? Like, are we doing it because we actually enjoy being part, uh, enjoy working with people and seeing change? So Yuri, I'm going to ask a question. Maybe you can help us understand this, this question even better. Why do we do what we do? Like if you're coming through your experience, why do you do what you do? Like what what satisfaction do you get out of it? And I always think look at the positive side of it. Because we have stuckness and frustration and, and not you're not motivated. Let's try and flip it and try and move towards thinking positively. Yeah, it's better not to ask me about that because you know I want to change the world. And it's like a little ambitious. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> So you, you want to change the world. You know, I think it's great because change is such an important word, but we need to find tools to do that. Okay. And I think I spoke about, um, you know, you come up with a challenge. It's really difficult. For example, um, say I, I also like, for example, I, I don't have enough time. You know, time is like, it's running away from me. This is, this is not only just for freelancers. A lot of people are busy. So even when you're trying to get hold of your customers or your clients, or you're trying to connect with other people, people are busy. Mm -hmm. So I want you to think about how can you, if you are, if you feel, okay, things are against me. I'm thinking negative here. Okay. So let's, let's, let's uh, utilize this. Let's get our Google Doc and let's call it my journey. And let's write down, yeah, all the things, all the failures, all the mistakes. And then I want us to flip it, get up again as strong leaders. And think about how would you change that? And then celebrate it when you have made that change. So, for example, I'll give an example about my situation before I became a freelancer. I um, I was at a crossroad. I basically I was working full time as a um, let's say it was a, a corp um, regional corporate service manager for a huge international English school. I don't know if you've mm -hmm. heard of a uh, uh, They have many all over the mm -hmm. world, but it's in Israel. And basically Corona, COVID came into our lives. And this company did not do that well. Mm -hmm. 
And so therefore, um, I lost my job. They did offer me uh, uh, um, to continue to teach, not just to manage. Um, I took it on, but it, was, it wasn't a lot of money. And I landed up, I don't know, I haven't converted it yet, but I landed up with 400 shekels. Okay, so 400 shekels could maybe get you a nice massage <laughs> in Israel, okay? <laughs> Remember, we also need hobbies and a life outside besides working, Yuri. It's very important because yeah. that also allows us to deal with our challenges, correct? <laughs> yeah, totally. So, so um, it's not a lot. And that scared me because one of my big fears, and I think I'm sure everyone also feels this, how can you survive just on 400 shekels? There's no way you can. And even though, you know, we, we were in a position, and I know a lot of countries all over the world were helping people, you know, with uh, with some of their salaries, uh, but it didn't matter knowing, like, ha knowing I'm, I don't know what's going to happen, just like a freelancer. I don't know what's going to happen next month and the next month and the next month. So this pushed me. I wrote it down on my journey on the dock, saying, say, I don't have enough money and I need to change this. And we're speaking about change. And so, yes, it's ambition. So I had a few angles to choose from and I chose the freelance angle, okay, the option. And why? Because one student came to me and said, from, from the organization I worked with, and said, would you be interested in private work? And I said, you know what, let's do it. And I didn't know, I didn't know if I was going to get more. But you know what, I wrote in my journey on the dock to say, I want to get more because I'm setting myself up as, as, as self-employed and I'm going to do this. I can. And I decided that I'm going to reach out to my community and reach out to everyone on my WhatsApp and write to them and tell them my situation. Not that I'm only earning 400 shekels, <laughs> but I, I thought I'm saying, hey, you know, I'd love, I'd love to connect with you. Um, I'd love to have a chat with you. Um, it's been a while. I also connected to people on LinkedIn and had Zoom sessions with them. I also wrote emails to people that I haven't written to for a while. I said, like Yuri, you said, small talk. You know, small talk, what's been happening? How are you dealing with COVID? Um, would you like to have a chat? Maybe maybe there's similar things that we're going through together. Um, and it's just nice, we could practice English together. And so they knew there was that, but that was just a minor part. Why? Because I wasn't selling. I was just trying because I was on my own. I was isolated. It was not that much money. And I thought, you know what? I have, I go for walks every morning. This is also another way of dealing with your challenges to have a life outside, just your just outside your work okay and it doesn't cost you a lot of money i found different ways i went on pinterest and i went on tiktok and i went on youtube you know different exercises you know to help me as well you know to keep fit to have a great mindset because of that because that also helps you exercising uh and just building communities went on facebook try to understand social media and how to utilize that the best way possible and I think just through time, I started to 
from you, Yuri, from all the other freelancers, from everyone else that I met on my journey, I started to learn how to speak better. Yeah. Right? And how much energies I needed to put into my projects, into people and being a great leader in the world of freelancing. Okay. And I asked myself a question because I thought it's a huge risk, but how can I do that? And I said, who can, who can I help? And when can I help? And we spoke about managing time because like we said, time, we're busy. Everyone's busy, busy, busy. I go back to this. I know I went off a little bit. I hope, I hope everyone is with me, but we did talk about people being busy. Okay. Um, and I mentioned, I don't know if you know Nia Eyal. He, he, um, he lives in New York. Hooked. He's written, yes. great, he's written great um, uh, uh, New York bestsellers, uh, Hooked and Indestructible. Mm -hmm. And he mentions about blocking your schedule. Um, and why is this more realistic? Because when we do a to-do list, which I've tried before, and this helped me to build myself as a freelance when I didn't have that much work. Okay, because I always land up spending so much time on, okay, I need to write to all the people or write on WhatsApp and connect with all the people in the past and see how they're doing. And then it took me, I don't know, a couple of hours. And then all of a sudden I had other things to do. And I thought, wow, now if I blocked that in my schedule, that would have made such a big difference because then I knew how much time. But that's trial and error, Yuri, only by actually trying it out they go okay now how do i how do i know how long things take now you you have technology i think you know you use some kind of tracker to see how long this podcast will be so there's another tracker that i use called toggle and yeah. it tracks your time and it tracks the cost so if you're working free as a freelancer and you want to work at how much time and how much it costs it also tracks the costs which is great. Like how much prep time, preparation, how much time you're actually spending um, uh, researching and preparing and looking out for, for customers or building your community or getting more money. <laughs> you know, uh, depends on what your motivation is. Okay. Um, so I just think that um, it's all about learning from your mistakes this is why I go back to that Google Doc, you know, my journey is that you have something very negative. Yeah, you don't agree, you're frustrated and you're going, what can I do better? How can I do it better? Okay. Um, here's another, I'm going to give another tip unless you want to jump in, Yuri. Yeah. I feel like you not only answered about what ch what challenges you have, but also gave a huge answer on how to overcome these challenges. So first of all, thank you very much. And I would really love to continue this conversation, but you know, like there is a podcast and I wish to have the sky as a limit, but time is limited. It's like what we are talking about. So I have just this one final question for you. If your friend wanted to become a freelancer, what are top three things you'd advise them to consider before doing it? Like three steps they need to definitely know about. Right. Enjoy and build meaningful relationships. Research 
provide a service. Oh, wait, I'm going to add an extra one. I'm really sorry. Super important to finish off with when failure hits you, you stand even stronger, learn and do it better. Got it. Got it. And if you were starting freelancing today, what is one thing and is there one thing that you would have done differently? If I was sorry, I didn't hear if I was. If you were starting freelancing today. What would I do? What, what would I do differently? I think I I would have built my community differently, like on LinkedIn. I think I would have I would have even on social media. Um, I think on, on like on Facebook, I've built a community there where I feel it's it's more meaningful because I've actually spent time with each individual. But as you know, I think just generally, I think you really need to get to know who you're going to be with and who and who you want as a community. Just like your niche, it's the same with people, I think. Building meaningful yeah. relationships because they're the ones who you're going to work with. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. And yeah, Vanessa, thank you so much for sharing your challenges and tips how to overcome them and for having such an open conversation. Thank you for your time, Yuri, too. It was fun. And thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, hit the like button, five stars and share it with your friend. That's it. We're done. See you in the next episode.